guys are getting exactly what they wanted from the dolls, but the problem is they cost a lot of money and they're out of budget. It's, it's the same thing that happened with women. At first, they go ahead and start dating <laughs> yes. someone. They're like, I can't pay Yeah, they this. can't. They're going to find out eventually that the dolls hate them. The yeah. dolls want them to be rich yeah. and kind, and they're not going to be. They're just going to end up with the crappiest dolls that they can. Dolls right. that don't care about themselves. Yeah. Who came from a bad mold. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Hey You Know It. My name is Jaquetta Sotmar, and I'm here with my co-host, Katie Kazmier. Hey You Know It is a podcast that tells you how it is or how it should be. You can listen to Hey You Know It on iTunes, a new episode every Monday. And here they are, Jaquetta and Katie. Hello, lovers. Yes, hello, lovers. Happy Valentine's Day or Galentine's Day. Mm, Yes. However you're celebrating it out there. I want to kick off with Valentine's gifts for him. So it's pretty easy, I think, to shop for your girlfriend, right? Right. I think, or wife. Yes. uh, In general. But I think it's much more difficult to shop for your mans, Mm -hmm. if you're not a mans. You know what I mean? Right. So if you're a woman shopping for your girlfriend, I think it's pretty easy Mm -hmm. to figure out. If you're a man shopping for your girlfriend, I think it's pretty easy to figure out. Or anything else shopping for a girlfriend. Mm -hmm. But man shopping for a man, probably easy to figure out. But a woman shopping for a man, I think that's a little bit difficult. That's hard. It's hard to do. Especially if you haven't been for that person for a very long time. Mm -hmm. So this is an article that I found that suggests, it's in Cosmo, that suggests uh, gifts for him based on how long you've been dating. I hadn't considered mm-hmm. that. So the oh. so if you it says here if you've been dating under three months, okay. So it's just it's new, and I guess they're assuming it's like light dating, as opposed, okay. to, as opposed to heavy dating. All um, right. And it says if you're relatively new to the relationship slash still dating, you haven't labeled anything yet. Um, you have to get him something that's like a little jokey. Like oh, okay. any joke between the two of you. Although right. I don't know how many of those you would have in the first couple of months. But they have, the suggestions are mini Reese's peanut butter cup. I think this sends out the wrong sign to a guy. Mini anything. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. no you're right. Um, Johnny's Chop Shop hair pomade. What? Yeah. Pomade. A I feel pomade. like that's very personal. Yeah. Like, he already has his brand. And it, apply, it implies that he is a um, an old man. Or he needs to get his fro together. <laughs> like, he, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't know what he's doing with his own natural. Try this pomade. Yeah, try this pomade. Uh, also, It would stress him out, because like, I don't even know what a pomade is. I know, is. then he has to have it in his bathroom for when you come over. Yeah. He just has to leave it out and, like, just dip two fingers in it to make it look like something happened. Yeah. Like, he used it. Uh, the, the other gift that they have on here is not bad. It's a keychain bottle opener. That's actually okay. pretty cool, okay. I think, for a guy. Uh, th- three to six months. They say, you've been together for six months. You're probably getting more into, it turns out we quite like each other, so maybe I should make a bit of an effort vibe. Huh. Yeah. Six months. That's quite a long time. Usually at six months, that was done. <laughs> it ran its course. Okay, three to six months. So a a nice bottle of whiskey. Okay. I think you could do that at any time. Any time. For a gentleman who, who likes a drink, right? A cookbook. No. Again, I feel like this is suggesting something. Yeah. Unless I think- he's into cooking. Someone gave me a cookbook. I'd throw it in his face. I know. I'd be like, what? Um, unless they were going to cook me some recipes from it. Yeah. I'd be like, this is for when I oh, come yeah. over. So doggy or the pages. Yeah. And then I will cook those I for you. I will cook these for you. Okay. Um, then cheese in the shape of a heart. No. <laughs> well, guys like cheese. Women like cheese, too. I know, but that's more of like 
That's it's a, a cheddar cheese. For some reason, that's considered to be a manly cheese. It's like one of the cheaper cheeses. Yeah, but Very it's... Very obvious a, taste. Yeah. It's not too much. It's not too mild. It's not too strong. I feel like they wouldn't... You wouldn't suggest something like a brie. <laughs> I don't know why. That just seems like the kind of stereotype. Or a chavre. Yeah. <laughs> um, six to mm-hmm. 12 months, they say tickets. Right? To see mm-hmm. something. Um... A sweater, it's like, oh, man, you've already moved on to that phase. Yeesh. Yeah. What's next? Like socks and a tie? Like z- That's boring. Like, here's a zip cardigan for you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> some pajamas for you. Yeah. Um, a movie poster, which yeah. they spelled move for some reason. I think that's a, a type poster. of... A movie poster. Okay. For a film he likes, he could put it up in his dorm room. I don't know where this is going. <laughs> and then... The last one is, for six to 12 months, is um, cologne. Okay. Okay, that's all right. Yeah. Make sure that you, because they used to sell perfume and cologne, make mm-hmm. sure that you have a look at the gentleman's, or if you're buying for a lady, at the lady's selection, which she already has, mm-hmm. write those down, and then when you go to the store, t- it'll give the uh, the person who's selling the perfume to you an idea of what kind of scent they like. Yes, because right? also you can Google it, and it'll tell you the top notes, middle yeah. notes, and base notes, Yeah, and then you can get something similar. Because that's a risky proposition. What. I've had people buy me perfume before, and it's always worked out, mm-hmm. so I assume that they checked out what I had, and they got things uh, that went along with it. One to two years. Okay, so you've probably given the person a bunch of gifts. They're saying you're struggling, and they suggest train tickets to Paris. This is a British edition, okay. obviously. <laughs> train, train tickets to Paris. Oh, we'd be like, train tickets to Niagara Falls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Train tickets to Yonkers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nike running shoes. Uh, that's kind of a weird one. If he's really into to shoes. Nike. Some, if he's a sneakerhead. Yeah, if he's into sneakers. Um a mixed case of beers, like different that's kinds of fancy a, beers. That's, that's a, nice. That's a guy bouquet. Yeah, I think that could go from the zero to three months as well. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. no one's going to turn that down, right. right, if they like a beer. And then the last one was a, a large palm plant for his a apartment. What? No. Yeah, that's kind of weird. Look, That means I'm moving in. It's also, it's touchy giving someone a plant. I've given people, friends, plants, and said, mm-hmm. like, look, if this plant doesn't make it, it's not personal, mm-hmm. right? Because sometimes people are not, they don't have a green thumb. Mm-hmm. And then they're embarrassed that they were given yes. a plant and right. you and come back there perked. and it just looks like, you know, something that they waved to Jesus, right? <laughs> All right, so more than two years, a Google Home Hub where you can control all the things in your apartment. And then you're like, I have one, too, and I can control everything. I'm controlling the temperature in your bathroom. (laughs) Um, A hair and body trimmer. Again, I feel like this is making a suggestion. Uh, A casserole dish from Le Creuset. Again. And then um, some a jar of sweets are the thing. So I don't know if I... I feel like the best thing to do is kind of see what your guy has... Mm -hmm. And what you could get him more of. Because generally, what I've learned is that they, they like a couple of things, and they want more of those things. So, yeah. like, if he likes sneakers, and he has lots of them, just get him another pair. Yeah. If he's got yeah. lots Woo-hoo. of beers, get him more beer. It's like, I like sneakers. Yeah, whatever those things are that he likes, just get him more of that. Mm-hmm. That way, and also get a gift receipt. Yeah. Because... And tape it on the inside of the box. Yes. That way, he can take it back and exchange it for the thing he actually wants. Right. Right? So, those are gifts for uh, guys for Valentine's Day. For women... As we have to say every year, roses are great. A panty rose is not. A panty rose. You've seen the pa- have you seen the panty rose? No. This is a. It looks like a regular rose, but instead of a flower, it's a panty. It's a panty. Oh. Wrapped up to look like a rosebud. Oh no, thank you. Yeah. 
Yeah, panty rose. Pan- you've never seen a panty <laughs> rose before? No. You are missing out. You are missing out. All I'm right. gonna have someone send you one just so you a can have the rose? experience oh, of <laughs> receiving a panty rose. All right, what do you have for Valentine's oh, Day? Oh God, extravaganza. Okay. So, um, what to do after the great Valentine's Day hangover? How okay, do you, how do you? How loaded it? are you getting on Valentine's no, Day? You still need to be able no, no, no. to perform. No, this okay. isn't the traditional hangover. Okay, this is it's a love hangover. This is the aftermath of Valentine's Day. It mean it's a term that's actually used out there in the world, out okay. in the wild, <laughs> and it means in the field. Um, if something really good happened on Valentine's Day or something really bad happened on Valentine's Day. If something happened on Valentine's Day. Yeah, yes. If you've been depressed since then or something really great happened that you have still not recovered from the happiness. Like the panty rose. Yeah. <laughs> I got a bouquet of panty roses. Yeah, so so you're either like so thrilled with whatever happened on Valentine's Day, or just like had the worst huge bummer. Yeah, then you have a hangover. Regardless, uh, this is your emotional hangover. Okay, um, should people not drink anymore? It changed the nomenclature for what we do. Yeah, so you either feel extremely adored or deeply unlovable. Either okay. one. All so right. now you're here. Now you what? So number one, find a friendly shoulder. It's important to talk to a friend after good or bad things happen to you. Yeah, not me though about romance. <laughs> Go to the next shoulder. I will show you the way to the next shoulder. Can you imagine there are people who died because they're overjoyed? Yes, it happens. Is that what you say? Is the yes. friend? <laughs> oh, I thought you were helping me out. You're overjoyed. Yeah. You know, you could die from being so happy. Yeah. That's what you would Move say. Move along. If I said, oh, I had the most wonderful Valentine's Day, I got a million dollars and this and that. You need to slow your roll, lay down, I'll bring you a compress. Yeah, because I don't you want could you to die. die. <laughs> you can die. <laughs> I value this. our friendship. Like, I'm glad you're happy. We'll have to bring it down a little bit. Here's some news. <laughs> so it's you should talk to a friend and share with other people how excited you are. It'll feel much better. Mm-hmm. And, and then even if it was disappointing, talking to a friend will cheer you up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So next thing to do is breathe. <laughs> it sounds simple no, and it is. Doing that. <laughs> this is how people die. They no don't ma- breathe. No matter how Valentine's Day went for you, it's a good thing to sit with the discomfort or joy okay. and notice it. I'm thrilled. <laughs> breathe. And breathe? What's yeah. happening on it's Valentine's Day? You know what? I have a heart of cold, people. That's what I'm realizing. <laughs> Listen to your self-talk and try to be kind to yourself. Practice slow breathing. Mm-hmm. If possible, carry Damn, this habit into your work day. day. <laughs> Good Lord. What could be so great? That you couldn't breathe. That yeah. you still couldn't breathe. That you still have to be like, I am so happy. i got to remember to I breathe. i got to chill. i got to go talk to Katie. <laughs> um, number three, identify the reason you're failing to settle. Okay. Well, I'm so excited. <laughs> and or miserable. Okay, I know that if I'm starting, uh, that I'm stating the obvious, but finding the rebel that made you feel very sad or very excited is the first step to the remedy. The rebel? Finding the rebel. Okay. I don't know. You don't if, know how you got excited or and or <laughs> devastated? If your girl lover didn't show up for a special day, the disappointment can be cured. Yes, of course, there is a way which to end your relationship. And if, if the reason you are so unsettled is that Valentine's Day was so great, you are still... So ecstatic. If it's all that ecstatic, why are you back out of their apartment? I know. You should have stayed in there for round two. (laughs) Call in sick on the 15th. Find pleasure. Number four is find pleasure in the day as it was. Well, how could you have so much pleasure before you're pleasured out? (laughs) 
And or you could never find pleasure again because you're so depressed. I know, right? Right? Right. Or, like, after so much pleasure, like, nothing can match this. Yeah. I'm done. I'm hungover. The love hangover. Yes. And think about your relationship after Valentine's Day. Now that (laughs) Valentine's Day is gone. I get a new person on the 15th. (laughs) The remaining days of the calendar will have a lot to do with keeping romance alive. Dude, it's February. You got plenty of time. Are you kidding me? The remaining days of the calendar, most of the days are remaining. Yeah. (laughs) It's February. (laughs) You have to keep the romance alive in your relationship throughout the rest of the year by building a daily habit of letting your partner know how much they mean to you. Okay, but he or she tapped themselves out giving you the joy and or devastation of your life. <laughs> yeah. You think they have something left? Yeah. The dude slash chick is probably just like, come on, man. Yeah, I, I need to recover as well. <laughs> so I'm remember, if, it, if you have the good one, remember your partner is God's gift to you. Yes, but if the day was bad. And the devil. Yes, the, the devil de- you know. Keep it moving. Yes. I, I love hangover. I'm calling it a love hangover because that's a better tagline for whatever this uh, article is. Yeah. Um, so I have some stuff here. I, I would be remiss. And you know by me saying yes. that, that I'm going to be talking about the Hallmark Channel. Oh, So there are three new Hallmark Channel original movie for V-Day itself. Ah. I picked one. One of the movies was the third part. It was like Summer at the Vineyard. Okay. And it was like... Autumn at the Vineyard. Then it was Valentine's Day at the Vineyard. I'm like, have these people gotten married yet? Yeah, right. It's the third movie already. Well, it's because it's at a vineyard. They get sidetracked. Yeah, they actually filmed this at at Vineyards. Um, What? Yeah. Surprise. Surprise, surprise. So this one is called Love, Romance, and Chocolate. Oh. New York accountant Emma Colvin is heartbroken when her boyfriend leaves her before the planned romantic getaway to Belgium. Oh. For Valentine's Day. Which, by the way, I love Belgium, but in February, it's going to be cold AF. Yeah. That is not the time that you want to be there. You want to go there in the spring and the summertime. And you all go you're going to gonna do. Yeah. You want to go. All you're going to do is to be shuttled from beautiful medieval thing to medieval thing. You'd be freezing your ass off. Yeah. But anyway, convinced by a friend to go alone on the trip, because you know, mm-hmm. somehow he canceled the trip, but everything's still paid for, and she's going to go by herself. All right. If I were that dude, I'd be like, oh, hell no. I'm already here. (laughs) Um, So Emma has the adventure of a lifetime when her Belgian innkeeper introduces her to renowned chocolatier Luc Simon. Oh. Luc and his friend chocolatiers. His His friend chocolatiers are in the... These are probably some, like, Chippendale looking. It's like, these guys work in chocolate? Oh, yeah. It's probably where they got the three musketeers from. (laughs) When they're not at the gym. When they're not sword fighting. Yeah. Luke and his fellow chocolatiers are in the midst <laughs> of a competition to create their most romantic chocolate in Belgium. What? How? For the upcoming Belgian royal wedding. Oh. And in a Hallmark movie, there's always... I know there there isn't a lot of royalty left in Europe, but... They're the worst, because, <laughs> yeah, what are they going to do? Go to the Congo for their honeymoon? Exactly. Right? And just step on a few necks? Um... He discovered her. He discovers her kitchen skills, and soon what? she's so he's he's got a very serious group of chocolate. He looked under every cushion. I discovered your kitchen. But skills. this rando from across the pond shows up, oh, heartbroken, okay. and has got mad skills in the kitchen with chocolate. That's very specific. Okay. Uh, he discovers her kitchen skills, and soon she's immersed in the competition because they just allow anyone to enter. Yeah, good, yeah. anyone. Uh, and she's, you know, she's passed all her certificates. She's up on food, safety yes. there, and everything. It's fine. 
Um, <laughs> she's immersed in the competition and a budding romance develops. Starring Lacey Chabert, Will Kemp, and Brittany Bristow. Love, Chocolate, and Romance was filmed entirely in the breathtaking locations of Bruges, Ghent, and Brussels in Belgium! Exclamation point. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> Emphasis not my own. Oh, I'd like to, I hope they work in the mannequin piss yes. somehow. Chocolate. In chocolate. Uh, it's a fountain of chocolate coming out of yeah, his. Yes, coming out of his little pee-pee. Yeah. yeah mannequin piss. So Love. the mannequin piss, I mean, has a different outfit. It's a little statue. It's yeah. really short, and it has a different outfit for every day. I just saw it recently. Day. I was very underwhelmed as I was the first time. It's yeah. quite small. Yeah. It is not peeing chocolate. No. Love or romance. Right. Um, so, yeah, love, romance, and chocolate. I hope she gets her man at the end. I, I want to so. see a band of Belgian, cho- like young Belgian chocolatiers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> if a dance number isn't involved. See, that's what's missing in America. Dance numbers. Dance numbers in there, this is course. already super corny. Hallmark Channel, by the way, is still booming. As long as Trump is laying waste to the land. Mm-hmm. And to democracy, the Hallmark Channel will be doing well. Yeah. So you can, that's coming to you, love, romance, and chocolate. Okay. All right, what do you have? Well, instead of Valentine's Day, if you're not with anybody, you can celebrate the important relationships in your life with your uh, female friends. Okay. And it's called Galentine's Day. So is this female on female celebration? A female or? platonic okay. friendship. Okay. And it is. it started with uh, the show Parks and Recreation. Okay. Amy Leslie Poehler, Nope couldn't get a date. Uh, yeah, Amy Poehler, who played Leslie Nope, mm-hmm. had a best friend, Anne. Yeah. And they decided that with all their friends, that they should just celebrate their the people in their lives and have Galentine's Day and appreciate their friendships. I thought that show was one of the most realistic presentations of just boring-ass Americans. That is it. Like, I feel <laughs> well, like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I feel... I, I found it entertaining, but yeah. I'm like, this is how people... This is how people actually are. Yeah, they're boring. They're awkward, and... boring. Their lives are very, very, very tiny. Mm-hmm. The things that happen to them are very important to them, but in the grand scheme of even, like, you know, a small town, it's like, meh. Yeah. It's, so yeah. this is like a Festivus, right? This is a holiday created on a television show. Uh, yes, Day. yes. So now it kind of jumped off the small screen into okay. your living room in life. Hey, now. And so... <laughs> Who's this guy? <laughs> so now Galentine's Day is a thing... Where, yes, it's celebrated on February 13th, and you get together with your girlfriends, and you have brunch. On the 13th? uh, On the 13th. It's the middle of the week this year. Yeah. I feel like, for for me, I think this is a great idea. Um, I would definitely do a Valentine's Day, but it has to be on a weekend. Because if I get together with my gals, we're not making it to work the next day, none of us. Yeah. (laughs) Well, they, they we're on, doing brunch on a Wednesday. See, this is like suburban life. They'll do it on the on the thirteenth, no matter what. No matter what, yeah. You know, but for us, no, we're doing no. it on a weekend. Yeah. It's going to be. Uh, in fact, in in the New York metropolitan area, every holiday <clears throat> is actually on the weekend. We don't care when it is. We don't if it's Valentine's Day, if it's uh, Halloween, it falls in the middle of the week. No, it doesn't. It's on Friday, mm-hmm, and we mm-hmm. celebrate it. Well, the real New Yorkers start on Thursday, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's celebrated from Thursday until Sunday. Right. Right? So leave the husbands and boyfriends at home. Um, come and kick it breakfast style. Ladies celebrating ladies. Yeah. It's like Lilith Fair minus the angst plus frittatas. And also, if you're a lady who's with a lady, leave that lady at home. You guys got to break it up and go to separate corners right, right, on this right. one. Get your own gals. Because it's a platonic. So this started in 2010, and it kind of like picked up. It's rolled yeah. slowly. So the, the idea is like, according to the show... And life, how you celebrate, you eat waffles. 
Oh, I like that. Yeah, so waffles are the big thing. Friends waffles. Is there uh, champagne? Yeah, sure. That's not what they would have had on the show. Not them, but we, I say yes. And exchange a few Valentine's Day gifts. Okay. I like the waffles idea. Yeah, throw a party. Okay. You could do that. Um, it goes back to like when you're in middle school and it's just girls having a party anyway and it's just as fun. Or you right? try try to recreate the first friendship date you and your best friend ever went on. So if you had was. like a really good, if you went to, I don't know. I'm thinking of like I, my cousin who is my age. She came to visit. She's from the country. Okay. And she <laughs> she came to New York, and I took her to Denim and Diamonds, and we were country dancing. Are you kidding? And then we is went that place to still no, it's not. And then we wow. went to please um, recreate for everybody Denim and Diamonds because <laughs> maybe the listening public, the ten people. Here don't go. know. Oh, God. It's, it's a country bar what city year fied. Like city what fied. era? It was uh, the, maybe 1994. Okay, 95. so 90s people. Take us back. Yeah. So you wore a long floral dress, your boots, and mm-hmm. a hat. You walk in, and it's <laughs> You're urban <Manhattan>. cowboys. <laughs> the rhinestone. <laughs> yeah. And songs, and there's line dancing, and, you know, then everything else urban that you and could find. was it gay? No, it wasn't. See, now this is the weird thing. Is that it was not gay. Like it was people, honestly, it was heterosexual type. Yeah, it was honestly like... Honestly going out and doing a boot scoot. Uh, yes, because country, country music dance. at that time, there was like a little resurgence of it with yeah. achy, breaky heart, yeah. that kind of a thing. Is I remember being annoyed and like, wow, these people are acting all brand new about this. This shit's been around yeah. in my head since I was born. Yes, and so I took her to get her hair done. She bought a dress at like a weird store off the street, you know, <laughs> some like, kind of weird shop. <laughs> like a yoke, <laughs> a yoked front. Something like that. Yeah, and then what did we do? And then it was we a went vest to, involved. We went to Jekyll and Hyde's, which is another theme. Oh, I don't think they're the still bar. around either. I remember going there. They scared me so bad. I screamed, and the guy broke character and asked if I was okay because oh, I, I just. I remember lost going it. to Jekyll. You walk in, and there was like howling. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like yeah. It's like I don't a think scary it's there anymore. Yeah. I remember going there during the day one time with a, this was like years ago when I was in college with a guy, and we just got loaded in the middle of the day. Whole different scene. Yeah. During the middle of the day, it was just like a bar. Like, yeah. The theme was there, but no one cared about it. No one came out. So if I were to um, celebrate my friendship with my cousin, I'd, we'd recreate that. I guess we would like take time. a class and then go get trashed afterwards. <laughs> no, <right. laughs> no, we would do. We, we, we recreate that on the run. We'd go to a lecture by like a B-list celebrity. Yes. And then get drunk after. Again, and try to do a reading. Yes. <laughs> get picked for a reading. <laughs> yes. That sounds like fun, actually. Trashed. Yeah. I like it. Uh, you could take a trip. This is another thing you could do for your, with your Galentine. Okay. You take a trip somewhere. Girls trip. Somewhere, wherever. Um, or you can volunteer together. Huh? Okay. Sure. Why not? That's always a good way to celebrate something is to volunteer. Because you feel good afterwards. You feel like you've earned that getting trashed. Yeah. And if you want to get <laughs> if you want to get them a gift... Mm-hmm. There's a couple of ideas. This is something called a hundred good deeds bracelet. Okay, do I have to do something? It's a bracelet with a hundred beads, and then they have a little counter. So anytime you do a kind deed, you can remind yourself you did one. How, where where does the bead go? And, and no, the bead you just have the counter. It starts at one oh, and goes around, and you move the bead around. Shit, I'd be with that forever. <laughs> Like 20 years later, I'm like, oh, bead four. I'll be like, get to 10, I'll give you a drink. What, what is the thing? Quite... Like, didn't punch someone in the face. <laughs> Move. And then they said, here's like this line of you know, skin cream, whatever. They want you to buy stuff. Um, and what, 
there is uh, the wine bag. Okay. The bag. Oh, it's like a, a tote. It's a skin of wine with a. It looks a like a tote bag. bag. It looks like a tote. It looks like a shoulder bag. But Little there's a spout know. and a full bottle of wine on the inside. I feel like this says bad things about our culture. <laughs> <laughs> that women are reduced to carrying their own skins of wine. Where are you going with that? And here's another one. If um, there's a Ruth Bader Ginsburg mug. Okay. That's a nice one. Oh, that's cool. And then there's one with Michelle Obama, I think, that says there's no limit to what we as women can accomplish. That's nice. And then there are dolls. There's a Marie Curie doll. That's cute. A line of dolls about the the women in science and oh. education. Yeah. All right. Some good stuff. So that's so those are ideas. So Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like it. If you are not so fortunate as to have a human lover oh. on Valentine's oh, Day, no. let me get to some robot news. Um, okay. There apparently online has cropped up a marketplace, and the name of the place is called Doll Forum, where owners of sex dolls go to sell used dolls. <gasps> no. Yes. Oh. Courtney Love I Am Doll Parts is probably rolling over in her, well, she's not in her grave yet, uh, her career's mm-hmm. grave. Um, oh so God. it says sex doll owners are swapping quote unquote used parts and selling uh, bruised or battered dolls. Bruised or battered. Oh my they, God. They, they use them, right? Yeah, but On do a, they have to say bruised and battered? Because well, that's like abuse. I think what they are trying to get at is the condition of it. Mm-hmm. Because these aren't people. So the sense that I got from reading this is that the guys who are using these dolls don't see these dolls as, as any different than like if you put like a purse on eBay. Okay. And you're like torn okay. handle. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Um, so it, this is the doll forum. It started out as a safe haven for owners to discuss the best models, share reviews, and share explicit photos and videos of them with their dolls. <gasps> right? You knew that was going to happen. But it's turned into a digital swap shop for buyers on a budget because that's how the internet works. It always starts out as communication, mm-hmm. information, and then it goes to sales. Okay. So they have on... Uh, this guy was trying to sell a 500-foot doll for $250, condition poor, uh, used. The item is damaged, which is why the item is cheap. Uh, another person put, give me your bruised, battered, tired dolls. Looking for dolls that might be headed to the dumpster. I give them refuge, heal them, I'll pay shipping. Uh, so these are people exchanging doll parts. Like, so you could get like a hand. New One head. person, yeah, new head. Somebody was, um, this guy was like, I wanted another doll that was lighter skin with B cups. After I ordered this one, I got it, didn't want it. So he's selling it on. Um, you know, get, get, it, get it fast, that kind of thing. Like get brand new dolls, somewhat used dolls. There was someone selling a doll mold of an elf doll. I don't even know what that's supposed to be. Uh, I don't even know what fetish that is. An elf doll? An Maybe elf someone's dressing up a Santa Claus? Oh, my God. Or oh. a reindeer. Maybe they're dressing up as a reindeer. I have no idea. Um, they're saying sex dolls are becoming a, a major trend in the sex industry. Uh, the driving force is to make them more realistic. Um, 
they said guys are getting exactly what they wanted from the dolls, but the problem is they cost a lot of money and they're out of budget. So the thing with these dolls is... And it's the same thing that happened with women. At first, they go ahead and start dating <laughs> yes. someone. They're like, I can't pay yeah, they this. can't. They're going to find out eventually that the dolls hate them. The yeah. dolls want them to be rich yeah. and kind. And they're not going to be... They're just going to end up with the crappiest dolls that they can. Right. Dolls that don't care about themselves. <laughs> Who came from a bad mold. Yeah. Um, so they said that the one of the problems is that the silicone the silicone dolls are fairly safe because they can be fully disinfected, but they cost a lot of money. Guys are sharing the cheap. Here's the PSA part: the cheap dolls, the TPR dolls, are made out of rubber. Well, and so they predict like people say that they've cleaned them, but they're like, how do you know? Yeah. And because you can't fully clean them, as we predicted in the future, <clears throat> these dudes are going to give the dolls UTIs. Oh, damn. And they're going to contract it from the doll. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so this, this you is know what, what I'm talking this, about. This also gives new meaning to the term damaged goods. Right? Doll parts. Um, it says, if you read the threads without judgment, which I can't do, yeah. um, it, it reads pretty much like any other, like a forum about any kind of hobby that's out there. But the we talked about this when the sex dolls mm-hmm. first came out. The idea that like people would be... Getting used dolls yeah. at the low end of the market. And these dolls may be diseased. Guys because can't even the, wash their hands coming out of a bathroom. And you're going to and accept, you think that they're going to yeah. wash a doll and, and get it nice and... the guy who's bought a cheap one and is trying to flog it on the internet. So, yeah. They said even with the risk of contracting an infection, the doll forum is extremely popular. So now we have to worry about, by we, I mean women... Or people who are sleep, anyone who's sleeping with a man has to be concerned that he is contracting a disease something from, from a, a doll. From a doll, from a doll, gentlemen. No matter where you put it, I guess the the moral, the watchword is wrap it up. They still have if to. Anybody wrap it up. else has been there before? Wrap, it, wrap up. it up. I don't care if it's a human doll, piece of wood with a hole drilled in it, whatever. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Be safe. Don't bring something home. To your partner. And how are you going to explain that? No, I got it from a doll. Sure you did. Sure you did, Phil. <laughs> how weird is <laughs> this that? This is so scary. And this is, okay, so. Oh, my God. We, were, we always talk about artificial intelligence yeah. and how robots are going to be smarter than humans. The robot's going to be like, no glove, no love. <laughs> I hope so. Or because the idiots who created these robots, if, if this is what they're doing. The robots are probably going to virus themselves out of uh, out of existence in no time. Yeah, the the robots are going to get They're syphilis. Like, I don't I don't need to wear nuts. anything. I'm cool. I'm clean. You know no. me. I'm I'm R four seven eight one. Yeah, R four seven eight one. What you know? It's other people who yeah. get that. Baby, this love is real. This digital love. <laughs> We're the only robot I've been with. Yeah. So <sighs> robot love out there, it can kill. Robot love. Oh, I know. My God. You knew it was coming. Any of the problems that you have when you're having sex with other humans, those issues are going to be transferred into to the, the sex with robots as we try to make them more and more lifelike. And, you know, what if robots become rapists? Yeah. Well, why wouldn't they? Yeah. You know? Or and they have an STD. Or if, uh, on the other side, what if they become really cautious of people? And they're like, yeah. I don't think so. Like, you say I'm a sex robot. I'm saying I'm a waitress. You know, <laughs> like I'm gonna pour you a drink. That's yeah, it. that's I'm it, buddy. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. 
Like that, that you know, no means no is gonna take on a whole other dimension when the thing can crush you, <laughs> right? Like a beer can. God. All right, what do you have? I have um, five ways to have uh, the best Valentine's Day with your pet. Ew. Not, not, no, not because of that. But come on, your pet. I know. Has isn't he or she doing yeah. enough in your life? I mean, really, now they have to deal with that as well. They probably hate Valentine's Day. Yeah, they said love is in the air between you and your pet this Valentine's Day. Really? Yeah. They said, don't forget about the furry family member that loves you unconditionally. Okay. I mean, Janeway gets the same bone that I give her every mm-hmm. day when I, you know, your pet is your biggest supporter and number one fan, and yeah. a special Valentine's Day is the perfect way to show you care. Okay, they say that, I've, and I love my my dog, but I've definitely come home some days when she's been in the back room, and she has not come out. Yeah, she doesn't come out <laughs> to see you? Yeah, so. she's like, you come Points home all up. the time. <laughs> you know, well, I'm like, busy. Janeway, and she like comes out and then stretches first, and then comes over. <laughs> all right, I gotta like, get it. You know what, I got it, fine. Oh, she's the one that feeds me, all right. Yeah, here we go. Uh, Crack. Yeah. Um, <laughs> number one, do something they love to do. For once. A walk? What is that? A walk, yeah. Sit on the couch? If your dog's version of the perfect day involves running laps in the dog park, take him. If he loves going on long walks more than anything else, lace up your shoes and get going. I feel like every day for a dog is their perfect day. I know. You know? If your cat would leap for joy if you joined in on their playtime... Uh, even birds have their favorite games. No. Oh, no. no. I'm sorry. I'm not I don't think they know that. what's going on with... Um, spoil them with a special treat. Okay. You Brought to you by the people who sell special treats. <laughs> for your birds slash dogs. Pet bakeries are popping up all across the country and they're serving up. I'm going to pop them don't... right back down. That is ridiculous. There's a war on somewhere. What are they talking about? Pet bakeries. Pet bakeries. I, I saw can... a pet, um, I saw a pet champagne bottle. What? Right. Champagne's not for puppies. No, but they probably they formulated something that oh, you yeah. could give your dog a, some bubbly. Take it away from them. Yeah, <laughs> this, is probably, this is not for human consumption. I repeat, this is not for human. Still, consumption. Still, it says. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, good. Let them pick out a new toy. How? Kids love going to the toy store, picking out what they want. Your pet is no different. Uh-huh. Stores like Petco and PetSmart have an open-door policy for leashed pets, and dogs and cats are allowed to pers- peruse the shelves. I didn't know that. I mean, I've taken my mm-hmm. dog to the Vetco at Petco. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't know that I could take the dog just there randomly. To, that's, how, that's like a nightmare. It's the same reason why you don't take a child to the supermarket. Or, or the toy store. Or the toy yeah, store. Yeah. Or the candy yeah. aisle. You don't take your dog to the, the pet toy yeah, well, they're saying do that. Do that? Oh, hell no. Okay. Another thing you could do, arrange a play date. All right. So if your pet enjoys playing with other of animals of his species, invite his what friends over for a good species time. species playing? I know, right? I, I do take my dog across the street to play with her uh, other dogs from her litter, and there's a cat over there that gets in the mix. Oh, my God. They're all quite happy. Okay, well. Yeah. I mean, I do that to give myself free time. Yeah. Not for the, you know, for the pets. It's yeah, for them. Well, it's like, go. Oh. This time it's yeah. for the pets. This time it's for the pets. Yeah. Have a professional photo shoot. Uh, what? <laughs> Even though you already take photos of your, your pets, <laughs> a professional pet portrait is a priceless keepsake. Why? J.C. Penny offers pet portraits. And you can take your dog into J.C. Penny? Yeah, it's not hard to find professional photographers that specialize in taking pictures of dogs and cats well, and other animals. We'll just say, it's not hard to find a professional photographer, period. 
It's one of those professions, you know. It's like they'll a graphic a designer. You'll find them. Yeah, and they'll they'll, they'll print, do it. They'll do it. Yeah. A photographer takes a picture. They will take the picture. If anything. Yeah. Take a picture of your foot. If you pay them. Yeah. There's probably foot photographers out there. Photographers, they call themselves. Right next to the petographers. <laughs> my, my dog, I've always had dogs that do this, and I think it's because of Flash. Every dog I've ever had, the moment you whip out a camera, they slowly look away. I think it's the flash. It looks because weird. I think a flash is going to come at them. Or Not that I would ever flash a, a pet, but you know what I mean? Yeah, but they also look at it like that's a weird eye like, that she grew. Is, is that a gun? Yeah. You know, like what's happening? Um, and they wrap up the article by saying, when planning the, the perfect Valentine's Day no, with your pet, you did not. get creative and remember the most important thing is to let them know they're loved and appreciated. No, it's not. Okay. No. They, yes, they know. know that already. Oh, okay. Whatever. Mm. So I have something here. This one's for you. For me? Yay. Yes. This is a rare heart-shaped meteorite is up for auction no. on Valentine's Day. It looks more like a V. It does look like a V. From Voltron or something like it that. It looks like an arrowhead. <laughs> yeah, or an arrowhead. Frankly. Yeah, it's a British <clears throat> auction house. It's calling the meteorite the heart of space. <laughs> <laughs> The heart of space. Forget about chocolates. What better way to show that someone's special your appreciation than with a heart-shaped meteorite? It's 300 and... So, this is the... Um, I don't know what auction house it is. It came from New York. From New York's Makovich collection of meteorites. That sounds like mm-hmm. BS. It's like the Casimir collection. Yeah, right. Of meteorites. <laughs> yeah. From Hoboken. From West Hoboken. Ah. Uh, so, apparently, this meteorite is... 320 million years old. Christie's is auctioning it. And I, you know what? I want to see how they big this thing up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. <laughs> because usually, I, I've been to Chris, a Christie auction before when it's been art. Yes. And it's interesting. I've also been when it's been not so much art. And you have this very distinguished gentleman talking about like a throwback jersey. Yeah. <laughs> but still trying to big it up. Yeah. In the same way. So this is an out of the world specimen, according to Christie's. Originates from the biggest meteorite shower in the last several thousand years. Nobody could substantiate that. Estimated at 320 million years old. Um, no, it came here 320 million years ago, mm-hmm. excuse me. It was part of a giant iron mass, quote unquote, detached from its parent body in the asteroid belt, floated through space before one fateful day in 1949, falling to the Earth. And then somehow these people got their hands on it more oh, recently. It's like, I am so old. Yes. Yeah, so I they, can't even deal I with can't this. Do, um, so 25 million years old. That's a long time. 320 million oh, years. Oh, excuse me. Yeah, 320 million years old. So let's keep in mind, this is a free rock from outer space. <laughs> you didn't even have to it grow a it. free rock. You didn't have to make it. It fell here. It fell here. Um, it says that there are, there are tons of meteorites. Okay, meteorites are not rare. At all. Mm-hmm. Um, but some are jagged and twisted shrapnel-like specimens, which means they explode at, explode at lower altitude. This is Christie's trying to come up with something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the more sought-after meteorites, so they're making a market for themselves. So there's, there's some just basic Becky meteorites out there. Yeah. <laughs> you don't yeah. want that. Anyone can get this basic meteorite. Yeah, you don't want that. You want the Anastasia of meteorites, the more sought-after one. It's gently scalloped. That broke free at a higher altitude and therefore better, fancier, uh, and formed the aerodynamic thumbprints known as regmaglyphs. And the heart of space is one of these. 
So you're not just getting some basic run-of-the-mill. This is the real deal. The real deal. And Celine Dion will sing a song about it. It looks like somebody from, like, you know, local 612 made it. Yeah. After the work. It doesn't look after, good. After the job site was it closed. It does not look good. It does not look good. I don't know how you could substantiate any of this information. It just looks like a piece of shrapnel in the shape of a V. Yeah. But they're calling it the hardest space. And for three hundred to $500,000, you could have this. The person who buys this, I feel like as soon as they walk out the door, someone should just smack them with a shoe and be like, what the hell is wrong with you? Yeah, no kidding. You just you just bought a piece of space shrapnel for $300,000. Again, it's free. No one made this. It fell. <laughs> and there's plenty more out there. There's plenty more out there. And do you need it for anything? I don't know. So some of the creators... I hope that there's something inside that it's like when I am bought... For an obscene amount of money, I will crack open and crawl out, and then I will take over. It's part of the prophecy. I want it to be like the, the Banksy piece that you reported yeah. on, that someone bought a Banksy piece of art, and then it shredded itself. Yeah. I hope as soon as this thing is bought, it just falls apart. It just mm-hmm. turns to sand, and then a wind comes along, and it blows into their eye. So you play bass keys, drums, guitar, sing lead or rap, horns too. Looking for a place to go, Saturday night, 8 p.m. to 12. Funkadelic Studios, y'all. Fully equipped rehearsal studio. It's got everything you need to jam. What you waiting on? 209 West 40th Street. Come one, come all, and you can bring your bandmate, lover, or friend. Yeah, come prepared to jam. Jaquetta, I want to turn you into an artist and um, give you, you develop a whole persona. Okay. And some art. And then I'm going to put it up in galleries. And then we're going to shred it. And then we're going to make it, we're going to start like auctioning it off. I think we should make all I'm going the... to create a backstory for you and oh, you have sure. to play the part, okay? I'll play the part. I think okay. all the work should be on flash paper. <laughs> flash paper? So that what it happens? spontaneously combusts. Oh, nice. Sometimes. But you don't know when. It's spontaneous, obviously. Okay. You don't know when. It's spontaneous, but at 7 o'clock. You got to spend time with it. You got to spend time with it. And if you, you have don't, to spend then... all your time with it. Because the moment you leave, that might be when it combusts. Yeah. Do you know it has staying power? That um, people who have their own yachts and they have like priceless art on the yacht. Why there would you have to, art on a right. yacht? This is all dumb. Okay. Ever, this is all dumb. They are. They have art. Um, the people who restore art go and teach lessons to the 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 crew. On how to take care of the paintings. Oh, I'll take because, care of your painting. I'll take it right onto the port because <laughs> and sell it. Champagne corks are getting knocked into them. The kids are th- one <laughs> kids and one family. What we're kind of art is this? We're throwing cereal at at a Basquiat because <gasps> it scared them. Wow. And then the crew made it worse by just trying to wipe it off. Oh, my goodness. Because what are they? They're like, <laughs> they're like, there's already shit. Yeah. Is anyone going to know? Yeah. <laughs> so all this priceless artwork is being destroyed because people put it on a ship and nobody knows how to take care of it. I have, I mean, I have mixed feelings about ownership of art. It kind of belongs to all of us in a way. Oh, yeah. That's what museums are for. But yes. if you're going to have a piece of work that is a part of our collective artistic history... Take care of it. Yeah, no kidding. Put it on a boat. On a boat. Don't let your kids throw cereal at it. Basquiat would be pissed. <laughs> Come out of his box. Not about the cereal part. He might be into that. <laughs> yeah. He might be like, <laughs> well, nice. they're interacting with it, but the rest of you assholes who wipe this off. Yeah. <laughs> they just. I. I thought I read an article somewhere that said that they found that he put invisible ink inside of his. Yes. Paintings. Yes, he did. And so it's of course like we're a not going to know because there's fucking Lucky Charms on it. <laughs> Out to sea. Some asshole on Corfu is speared. 
You know, right. so it's magically, it's magically invisible, delicious. Invisible ink, and it's like a whole other painting. Yeah. And that's part of the layer. And you had a lot thing. going on. All right, what do you have? Okay, I have the most romantic ghosts in New York City. Okay, bring it. Oh, is this Tales from Dirk Campfire? Kind of. Uh, it's a ro- somewhat romantic Tales from Dirk Campfire. <laughs> tales from Dirk Campfire is the thing where we find tales on the internet that are super normal. Or, it's a super normal. <laughs> tales of the supernatural, even. Ghost, ghost stories, stories. Scary stuff. And we gather around the digital campfire. But so, now we're going to gather around the digital candlelight. Yeah, oh, I like that. So gather the around. the romantic yeah, ghost per- story. Perch thyself nearby. Okay, so ghost stories have elements of romance to them. Some mm-hmm. of them do. Yeah. Um, you know, ghost stories tend to run one of three ways. A murder, a misdeed, or something unjust has happened, um, or they die of a broken heart. Okay. Well, that's how you get your ghost, you know. Because that friend refused to listen. <laughs> your heart's fine. Yeah. So some of the most romantic ones um, was... Uh, are you familiar with Gertrude Treadwell? Of course. Of the Merchant House. Right. The Merchant House Museum. That's she a was, sad story. She is a famous spinster ghost. Yeah. She was born in 18... 18- spinster ghost. <laughs> no, right. Well, she was famous for not yeah. getting married. Yes. Born in 1840 to a wealthy merchant family on East 4th Street, Gertrude grew up and fell in love with a very dreamy doctor named Louis Walton. Yeah, he's got... Is that him? No. Okay, because I'm like, he's got a nice head of hair. Finger waves. That's Ari Houdini. Oh, okay, I was going to say. Walton, though, was a Catholic, and Gertrude's strict Episcopalian daddy forbade the marriage. She Mm. never loved again. Yeah. I know. Her house is still there. Yes. You can go there uh, around Valentine's Day. They do uh, chansons Mm -hmm. and that kind of thing, and do poetry, and they talk about her. And she died in that house. Yeah. As the world changed around her, she stayed there heartbroken. Yeah, I got a tour there, and the tour guide is a young woman. She was so enthusiastic about the history, I gave her 20 bucks. She no, gave a great that's tour. that's awesome. They do really good tours there. Yeah. So, anyway, Gertrude never loved again. She pined away and, and they're on East 4th Street until she died in 1933. She still wistfully haunts her old home, which is now a museum. Yeah. As we've both been there. She didn't even get as far as Miss Havisham. So I sad. Know. And I I don't know what happened to uh, Lewis Walton. He went on, but it's like, fine, I'll get someone else. Yeah, I mean, presumably he was a pretty hot piece of A, so. Yeah. Uh, here's <laughs> another one. to that. Well, do you know, John Lennon is supposed to come back and visit Yoko Ono every so often. Really? But she probably she, thinks he does. She probably, but he also abused her. He I didn't beat know her. that. Yeah. Really? Oh. Yeah, he did it to both his. His wives, yeah, but uh, I guess they they were in love to some extent. I thought they were like the ultimate couple. I know he was beating the shit out of her. Yeah, that's not cool. Boo on him. Yeah, I don't know how often it went. Well, on. That's I don't a know great what those whole story is. But story. Anyway, but she's <laughs> he comes back I to don't... get a few licks in every year. <laughs> but apparently, if they don't include that part, that's the part oh, okay. I know. Like, that's why it's like included as this love story. But I'm like, he beat her. Yeah. But uh, most family, famously, his spirit appeared to her sitting at um, his white piano. He turned to her and said, don't be afraid. I'm still with you. Bitch. Sounds like a threat. <laughs> it does sound like a threat. <laughs> Is that why she never moved on? I guess. He, she can't. That's creepy. But I like this one. Oh. <laughs> Is this also not happy? Uh, this boy was killed by kisses. Huh? Okay. Who, was it cooties? <laughs> be honest. You can tell no, me no, it was. this was okay. His name was George Spencer Millet, and he was celebrating his fifteenth birthday. Was he Georgie Porgy? 
No. Okay. No. He celebrated his 15th birthday the day after Valentine's Day on February 15th. Okay. He was working as an office boy in the Metropolitan Life Building at the time. Wow. And he was so popular with the ladies in the office that they chased him around on his birthday trying to shower him with kisses. Like a little cute 15-year-old boy. I guess. Although 15 wasn't young back then. I, true. <laughs> Head household. Or like, why aren't you married yet? In the ensuing playful scuffle, George fell and then shouted out, "I am stabbed." He then went un- <laughs> unconscious. <laughs> Shakespearean. <laughs> I am slain. Fie, fie on it. He went unconscious, bleeding profusely from the chest, and dying soon afterward in an ambulance. What happened? It turns out George had an ink eraser in his pocket, and in those days, that's a pointed blade that they scraped the ink off the paper with. Oh, no. Somehow, in the well-meaning shenanigans, he had fallen on it and pierced his heart. Wow. That's amazing. I mean, it's horrible, but amazing at the same time. Yeah, if you visit his grave in Woodlawn, you'll see the whole narrative spelled out on the tombstone, which reads, Lost life by stab in falling on ink eraser, evading six young women trying to give him birthday kisses in office metropolitan life building. Are you serious? That's near the place where we play golf sometimes. I'm going to have to go check that. Woodlawn Cemetery is amazing. Yeah. That's a, they, someone really wanted to get that story set in stone. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> that's quite a long thing to Isn't write. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, grave. so those were some uh, romance okay. of the ghosts. Yeah. So I would not be feeling good about myself mm-hmm. if I didn't talk a little bit about romantic comedies. I cannot stand romantic comedies. Yes. I think they are the worst. So I decided to look online to find out why I hate them so much. And the tropes mm-hmm. are why. So these are tropes that you probably know. Uh, the meat cute. Oh, yes. The meet so cute, yes. they bump into each other. Uh, they She drops her books and they, he helps pick them up. But they instantly hate each other for some reason. Mm-hmm. They have absolutely nothing look in common. Look where you're going. Yeah. I was. You look where you're going. Exactly. That kind of thing. You think you're um, great. It says the idea that opposites attract or that it's perfectly okay in everyday society for people to have different tastes must never enter the equation. Well, do, because in real life, you don't always agree with your partner on everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Wait a minute. Do bad. opposites attract or just like attract like? No, it's a, that's what they're saying in the movies. It's like, quote-unquote, opposites ah, attract. Okay. Right? That's the trope. Uh, the development. Here's this, a contrived plot occurrence develops through an immature, under, underdeveloped fashion. Uh, boy and girl are in constant contact with each other, despite their incredible differences of opinion and lifestyle. And they somehow come to have an understanding of okay. one another. All right. So yes. like they hate everything about each other. Their friends hate each other. Their families hate each other. But they keep, for some bizarre reason, they keep running into each other. When Harry met Sally. Okay. Uh, this is something that's called the Judy Greer. Oh, okay. <laughs> For Judy Boy Greer. Boy and girl have res- will have respective best friends standing off in the background making comedic asides throughout this ridiculous situation between the both of them. This is most commonly played by Judy Greer, yeah. <laughs> but is also known as the Sarah Silverman Adam Goldberg factor. Yes. Um, and then, or, or whoever, like a stand-up comic, someone for The Daily Show, like mm-hmm. some kind of a B, C-level kind yeah. of person that comes along. And in Act 2, there's always a line of someone saying, oh my God, you're totally falling for him. Yeah. For her. <laughs> um, the, ooh, look, it's him, her from years ago. This yeah. is Sam Elliott. Yeah. Elliot, like older people uh, show up and have like, it says here that they're usually only there, there for one or two days of taping. Yeah. All their scenes take place at the same place. Yeah. Um, the padding out. Uh, this is this is what I hated the padding out. about what friends. Okay. So the padding out is the Rachel and Ross thing. Oh. Where it just goes on forever to the point where you're like, who cares? Yeah, yeah. Why? It's been 10 years. They haven't gotten together. Yeah. So that's the padding out. 
they keep for whatever reason drawing out the whole drawing thing. out okay. the entire thing. Um, the non-fixably fixable miscommunication. Somebody walks in on somebody doing something that could be easily explained, but they keep not getting the chance to do okay. so. Okay. Oh, for I some hate reason. that. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, if you would just talk for even 30 seconds... It would be fixed. It would be fixed. Or sometimes they do talk, and it still goes wrong. It still it's goes like, wrong. you guys don't even know. Yeah. Here's another one. The exit. Either boy or girl would decide they have to leave the location where all the movies events are occurring. They got they got to move out of the country. They got to go to Rome. They got to go to another profession. Yeah, they got to go to Rome. Uh, that kind of thing, and that's followed by the chase. Uh, yeah. Which, even though it might be really easy to say that the person who's pursuing you gets on a train and goes somewhere, you can't just get on a train. You yeah. have to like ride backward on a donkey, right? Or a pogo <laughs> stick. Yeah, that was the last flight out, and before they get married to someone else. Or they were saying you have yeah. to get into a cab with a stereotype, yeah, of <laughs> some kind. Um, or you just fall down. Like sure. no matter how easy it is, you can't you can't get there. Then there's the grand statement. This is like and say anything. Yeah, where he holds up the that holds up the boombox and sings yeah. the love or the he, song plays the, his love to he her. He learns to dance, okay. or you know he buys a country or whatever mm-hmm. the thing is. A grand it's a grand statement. gesture. Yeah. yeah, and then uh, the pull out ending. Whatever, <laughs> whatever ridiculous plot contrivance occurred to cause this whole inconceivable miscommunication, it's instantly forgotten. Yeah. Those murders never happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it says here is a long lingering kisses and a ballad. So they they put all of these things together and it says it makes the following films. I don't know if you've seen these. Twenty seven dresses. Yes. Maid of Honor. Uh-huh. Accidental Husband. Yep. What happens in Vegas? Yep. Perfect picture perfect. Yeah. Zach and Mary make a porno. No. Ghost of Girlfriends Past. Yes. The proposal. Yes. Going the distance. No. The switch. Yes. Life as we know it? No. No strings attached? No. Just go with it? Yes. That's Adam Sandler, isn't it? Yeah. Something borrowed? No. Friends with benefits? No. And what's your number? You. Apparently, all of those movies are the same movie. Yeah. And have all of these, <laughs> these tropes in there. Them. And yeah. I don't like these. I don't like these yeah, tropes. It's, it, every year, there's a new whoever the actor is that's the favorite, whoever made it from TV to the film. Sure. I think the best one is the Judy Greer. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, poor Judy. <laughs> the Judy Greer typecast, huh? Yeah. She's like that tall, skinny. Yeah. I, I mean, I know who Judy Greer is, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that that's, that's what she did. Yeah, yeah. So, however you're celebrating Valentine's Day, lovers out there, yes. enjoy. Or And even if you're single, you can enjoy it. Yeah, because they'll be lovers. What? Just, you know, just on their own. Yeah. Valentine's Day, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Day. Or, enjoy. you know, or you lucky ones who are single, enjoy. Yeah, enjoy. Thank you for listening to Hey You Know It. Stay in touch with us during the week. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Tumblr. Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. We'll read it on an upcoming show regardless of content. As always, we love your emails. Send us an email at heyyouknowit at gmail.com with your comments, questions, and segment ideas. Emails will also be read on upcoming shows. Please tell your friends about us because you know we don't advertise. And let them know we can be found on iTunes at stitcher.com and at heyyouknowit.com. Thanks.